0: Hello, and welcome to the Fad and Dad podcast. I'm Father Andrew Dickinson. His friends call him Fad. I'm Joshua Burks. His kids call him Dad.
1: And we're the Fad and Dad podcast, where faith is meaningful.
0: And wit is an occasional guest.
1: Speaking also of awkward children, um...
0: Oh, what's Elijah done
1: now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What has Elijah <laughs> done now? Welcome to our new segment called, What Has Elijah Done Now? So, Elijah is my oldest son, and he's six years old, which, uh, by the way, my name is Josh, and I'm, I'm the dad of, of Fad and Dad.
0: And I'm Father Andrew Dickinson, and I'm the Fad of uh, Fad and Dad.
1: And so, uh, a segment from, from my dad life is that Elijah, my oldest son, he's in kindergarten, and we're going around the dinner t- table... Um, yesterday this so this was yesterday evening and we're asking everyone to go around and say something good something not good and something that you learned from your day and Elijah he's uh, I have no clue where he gets this from (laughs) he's he's such this mix of sincere but also just like theatrical wants to please the people around him (laughs) don't laugh (laughs) And, um, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, where does he get that from? And um, mm-hmm. so he goes, mommy, daddy, I learned today that my body is a tabernacle of the Holy Spirit. And then he pauses, and, and I was just like, I start clapping. I was like, heck yeah, like there's, there's a good, like, family-centered Catholic school education showing its fruit. And before I can even finish that holy thought, and he goes, and so now... I'm trying to wonder where the Holy Spirit goes to the bathroom in my body. (laughs) (laughs) And he settled on the Holy Spirit's bathroom is at the tip of his pinky finger. So there's your sound theology bite in the life of dad in our segment. What is Elijah up to?
0: (laughs) Feels like I needed some music there at the end of it. That's fitting. It's the life music. of a child.
1: Yeah, the life of a
0: child. It's just the life of the child. You know, oh, I, yes. I, I expect I expect people to act their age, and that includes six-year-olds. That includes six-year-olds. He does it well. So. Well,
1: that's that's a bit from dad life. How's fad life?
0: Uh, fad life is good. You know, we're through uh, Easter. Uh, beautiful, uh, wonderful Easter celebrations. Uh, don't think I goofed up anything uh, that affected the validity of any of the sacraments I administered. Good for you. Uh, which is always a thumbs it's always up always helpful <laughs> yeah uh, no, like, I had some awkward fad moments like where uh, for some reason I hadn't written down everyone's name to be called up to be received into the church awesome and so like I call up the ones and some of them come up and they come up and I was like why are those two people still there <laughs> and then like I receive the people that are up in the church and I'm like oh wait I need to get you up here too and like I'm sorry I just... and I said that out loud in the mic I'm sorry I goofed out that
1: Hey, you expect people to act their age,
0: right? Right.
1: <laughs> even what? fatty f- two-year-olds. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Forty fa- I'm a forty-fad year old. There you go. Forty-fad. Forty fad. Forty-five. Fad. Forty-fad. Forty fad. Forty fad. That that sounds better. There we go. Well, you know what would sound even better? What? Us talking about Saint Ignatius of Antioch and his letter to the Trallians. Trollians.
1: Trollians. Tell us everything you know about the
0: Troll-a-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Tra- <laughs> I don't know anything about the Trollians. <laughs> oh. Well. Oh, I don't know anything about the city of hey. Trolli and the people that live there, but I do know about the church of Trolli because St Ignatius wrote to them.
1: Amen to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, I don't know, this is this is a banger of a letter.
1: It is. It's um we were just mentioning before we we sent off on the recording is that I, I feel like this letter um, had a, had a really unique flair to it compared to the others and and it, it has its common threads but it it certainly had its uh, unique moments.
0: Yeah, and, and and these and they are unique to the rest of St. Nicias's letters too. At mm. least uh, one for sure uh, that I wanted to note about. Um, and but yeah, it's it is. Um, it is unique.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so, a,
1: a quick bit. If if you're just coming in or need a refresher. Oh no, yeah, please, please. Um, Saint Ignatius is the the bishop in uh, Syria, right? Syria, and we're we're at the turn of the the first century. So, companion to uh, likely Saint John the Apostle, certainly with uh, fellow Saint Bishop and martyr Saint Polycarp. And right now he has been imprisoned and he is on his way to his martyrdom in Rome. And it's from this, it's, or it's on this journey where he meets these different bishops and deacons and representatives of these different local churches. And he sends back with them these letters of encouragement. And so now we find ourselves uh, tracing the letter that he sends with, oh, he mentions his name, Polybius, Polybius, maybe in the Greek. Uh, is the bishop of the church in Trollia, or Trolis? <laughs> before, <laughs> before I could find it, that was my attempt to get the, the church
0: name. That's okay. I've been saying Trolley all morning so Thanks. Yeah. Um,
1: I guess its name is Trollis and if you're from Trolis, you're a Trollian.
0: Uh, any... we, we, uh, we want to apologize to anyone, uh, any Trollians from Trallis. Uh It was not our intention to slight your hometown. If you're still listening, if you didn't turn off uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the podcast in frustration, we're sorry. Indeed.
1: Indeed. I'll start off with a with a fun fact, because it's something that I don't oh. think we've mentioned in any of our previous letters, although it is sure. mentioned in the previous letters. The, the first line of, of his introduction to the Trollians, he says, Full hearty greetings in apostolic style, and every good wish from Ignatius, the God-inspired. And and so in the Greek, his, his name that he either refers to himself as, or maybe it's a, a name that he's gained by way of reputation, is Theophorus, meaning the God-inspired. And uh, I, I just thought that was interesting. I, I wonder, we don't really know, or at least we haven't been told yet, is this maybe the beginning of um, religious names? How, you know, some sisters and brothers take on religious names or or could it be just a name given by reputation of of his inspirations what do you think
0: well i when i think of like religious names i think of the origins more in like biblical things of like uh simon you'll now be called peter sure uh abram being called abraham hmm. um so i i think more to those roots uh in that way than um but that would be the, kind of more the grounding of it than, than this.
1: Neat, Neat. Yeah. and not mutually exclusive. But I like no, that.
0: No, no, they could be complementary yeah. in that
1: way. Yeah. Yep. Indeed.
0: Um, I'm also thinking of like the similarity too of like uh, Theophilus.
1: I was just thinking of that. Yeah. So, so so Luke in his Gospel and in Acts of the Apostles dedicates these two works to Theophilus, the friend of God. Uh,
0: have you uh, shared with Liz that uh, uh, for next child, you'd make maybe suggest the name uh, Theophorus?
1: No. That's that's a great one. There you go, Liz. Yeah. Here's our communication through podcast through part podcast. two. <laughs> Welcome to the segment called Josh communicating with his spouse through a podcast. Through
0: a podcast.
1: Do, 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 do. Uh
0: This is not timely, important communication. No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Speaking of time, I'm going to start a timer for us.
0: Yeah, that'd probably be good because I didn't do that either. Nope. Um, I appreciate the uh, a note in the chats when we, uh, at different time marks. You betcha. Uh, so, uh, can I just jump right into, like, for me, Dive. one of the, like, okay. So, um, two different points uh, early on. He talks about the importance of the ordained ministries mm. mm-hmm. of uh, the bishops uh, the priests, the deacons, although I think he just uses the word presbyters, and there's a little history around that term, mm-hmm. uh, which we had more time we'd get into. But Right. Um, but, so I, I think it's really cool just to look at this and um, that this unity of, and we heard this with Clement already mm-hmm. when we uh, read uh, Clement of Rome's letter to the Corinthians, but um, he, uh, Ignatius really kind of intensifies this notion that, um, you know, without bishops, uh, priests, or deacons, mm-hmm. no group is a church. Yes. Right? That ecclesial identity is, yes, Christians, but also uh, the ministerial life of Christians as well, that they go hand-in-hand. They're complementary. They're not exclusive. They're not contrary to one another, but they're, they're both needed for each other.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it, this was one of those letters that um... – I, I really thought, and I think we've already said it before in this podcast, but that line from St. John Henry Newman—that is, to, to be steeped in history is to cease to be Protestant. And man, this is maybe the most forward, at least when it when I was reading through it, Ignatius and his letter to the Trallians, especially with this in in chapter section three. Uh, Everyone must show the deacons respect. They represent Jesus Christ, just as the bishop has the role of the father, and the presbyters are like God's council and an apostolic band. And as you mentioned, Fad, the line that he brings it home with, you cannot have a church without these. Um, and, I, and I think of that line from St. John Henry Newman. You you read the apostolic fathers, you read the church fathers, and you are just clearly reading the Catholic Church.
0: Yeah. And uh, for me, this was, like, I, a lot of my, like, faith, like, origins of the awakening, my faith, is with apologetics. Mm. Um, like, I first really started to dive into my faith because someone was asking me all these questions my freshman year of college, and I didn't have good answers, and so I went home and just started, like, looking at Internet 1.0, like, MindSpring websites. <laughs> There's a Scott Hahn talk uh, deposit on MindSpring, and um uh give a, give us a like if you've ever used a uh, Mindspring uh <laughs> resource but um the uh yeah but just this idea of like almost like like there's this hunger in me for proof text type yeah, of places sure. like this and this very much seems like one of those proof texts but it is uh it's more than just a proof text it belies or it expresses a whole mindset and mentality uh, and it's one that the church even today still embraces. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, in official ecumenical uh, church conversation, we don't talk per se about the Lutheran Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, officially, we, we would talk about the Lutheran Christian community, mm-hmm. uh, the Methodist Christian community, or whoever it might be, because they don't have because they've left, abandoned the idea, and lost that apostolic. Um, succession of uh, the the apostolic ministries of uh, bishop,
1: mm-hmm. uh, priesthood,
0: and diaconate.
1: Yeah, amen. And
0: then I think the, the other thing that's really interesting for me on this is more the idea that uh, we're so egalitarian. Yeah. What do you mean by so,
1: egalitarian, Fad?
0: Yes. Let me. Uh, uh, egalitarian is like that. We want everyone to be on the same footing. Hmm. We don't want anyone to be more important than someone else, yep. right? Um, and you know, like uh, maybe it gets a notorious uh, notion in the "everyone gets a ribbon participation trophy" <laughs> mentality. Uh, but I don't, I, that, that's not what I'm. I'm not ragging. At. There's there's a lot of good things to yeah. ag- egalitarianism, I suppose you would say. Mm-hmm. But there's we, yeah, there's limits to it. Mm-hmm. And so, like in some Christian churches, right? They're very egalitarian. You know, I'm not a minister, um, and then like want to be very self-defacing, self-degrading, right? That uh, really I've got nothing to say. I'm not anything special. And it's interesting, you know, so with Ignatius, he's holding these two things in tension at the same time, Mm. right? Because humbly all the time, I'm not as good of a Christian as you guys are. Yes. Yeah, which is
1: beautiful to see in his writings.
0: And it's it's all throughout it, but at the same time, he's not denying, yeah, um, the uh, authority, office, and imp- and necessity of the role of the bishop.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's um I, that was really well said. This that he holds it in this tension because. We can kind of poo-poo on egalitarianism as much as we want. But like you said, there's there's good in it. And that's what Christianity has done so well from the egalitarian standpoint is looking at the equal dignity of all people. But, but uh, a structure of hierarchy does not mean a structure of dignity. Um, we do the same thing with... Um, Oh, I, I completely lost my train of thought there. Oh, and, and the ordering of, of marriage, like what St. Paul sure. says, that the husband is, is head of the wife, um, and he gives this beautiful, beautiful theology of the, the structure or the hierarchy of marriage as a sign of Christ in the church, but he's not saying that, that, that man and women are separate in dignity. So there's this egalitarian beauty to Christianity that, that gives everyone equal dignity and, and beauty, but there is a hierarchy in the church that Jesus right. Christ established.
0: Right. And we think about that, too, in terms of, uh, I think St. Ignatius and others would see that, too, just in the realm of creation, something like Augustine, uh, mm-hmm. later on St. Thomas Aquinas. Mm-hmm. You know, They see this notion that creation is hierarchical.
1: Yeah, it's orderly. Right.
0: Yep, yep. And that doesn't mean that it's, you know, that... Ducks are better than geese, or something like that. Um, Even if you
1: agree with that statement,
0: which you might, you know, who am I, who am I to judge? <laughs> but So anyways, I think it's just it's 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 a powerful. It's a it's a it's a Saint Ignatius's voice is powerful against our own day and the notion of um, of everything has to be egalitarian.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which was really an unfortunate. Um... An unfortunate split that came out of, out of the Protestant Reformation era is this, this notion of the common priesthood, this, this egalitarian priesthood.
0: And as a result of the sins and faults of uh, bishops, priests, and deacons, mm-hmm. uh, although I probably really shouldn't say deacons because it wasn't a strong permanent diaconate at that time, mm-hmm. but also of uh, the faults of kings and rulers and governors.
1: Yeah who yeah. abuse
0: their offices, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not just a religious egalitarianism, but a, a cultural egalitarianism right. uh, that we have in our days.
1: Right. And gosh, if we can just keep going on this, and uh, like you said, th- th- this could lead us down a rabbit hole, and we don't want to do exactly that. But what? Um, well, let's go down the rabbit hole. oh we're here. here Follow we the Easter
0: bunny down the rabbit <laughs> hole.
1: That um, Ignatius isn't saying, hold on, I need to look at my text Polybius is is the Bishop of, of Tralles, and he's not saying you need to listen to him because he is the most holy person that you should listen to he's saying he is in an office that you need to adhere to it's it's right. not the person that makes the that dignifies the office it's the office that dignifies the person
0: the person yep yep and in that way kind of fleshing out a bit of what Saint Paul talks about for all Christians right that we hold this treasure in earthen vessels mm-hmm Right, so that all the more uh, the credit goes to God in that way. Yeah, you know, and, and, um, and there's, you know, then throughout the history of the church, you know, from uh, Ignatius's day to our own day, right, we have this. We're struggling with this tension, and maybe moving one side or the other on this tension, or maybe we uh, honor the person too much in the
1: office, mm-hmm.
0: right. Um, And, you know, I think in some ways, and this would be a total rabbit hole, which... uh, Rabbit holes inside rabbit holes
1: inside rabbit holes. This is the inception of rabbit holes.
0: Yes. Um, Which means this podcast is actually five hours long. (laughs) You just don't realize it. Um, But, uh, like, I, I think one of the big challenges of the church is finding a balance between papal and Episcopal authority. Mm. Amen to that. Right. And um, and uh, I won't say much more than that, but I think when historians look back 200 years mm. from now, I think they'll talk about, um, uh, well, they'll talk about the Fat and Dad podcast.
1: Yeah, of course, that would be first.
0: Right. But then I think they're also going to talk about from the First Vatican Council the Second Vatican Council, and afterwards, this struggle of how do we then relate papal authority and episcopal authority.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. And they can reference Ignatius and his letter to the Trallians when they do so. Boom. Boom. And
0: the Fat and Dad podcast.
1: And the Fat and Dad podcast, because that's how they're going to learn about it. Exactly. Uh, another thing, if I may, continue yeah. on the continuing on the um, beautiful and explicit Catholicity of this sure. little letter is in in section or paragraph eight he says yeah oh and holy I, potato
0: buckets yeah,
1: <laughs> that's, holy potato buckets is is what i wrote about this line so ignatius says recapture then your gentleness and by faith that's the lord's flesh and by love that's jesus christ's blood make yourselves new creatures yeah. And I about flipped out of my chair when I read Why'd that Why did you flip out of your chair? Oh, man. Why is
0: that why, why is that chair flipping?
1: Hold me back. Hold me back.
0: I'm not going to hold you back. Here go we forward. Go. I'm pushing you forward.
1: Well, so already just on a surface level, looking at his words, look at the um, explicit Eucharistic um, teaching that's here. By your gentleness. Flesh and, and blood. Yeah, flesh and blood. It's not just in our celebrations or in our prayers or in our common worship no here's the explicit avenues of of Mm. growing in faith and love it is the lord's flesh and jesus christ's blood and so given our what we camped on first with this clear hierarchical structure in the first century church it it, it, you (laughs) you To read history is to cease to be Protestant. Like, it is clear that in the church that Ignatius found himself in, only a handful of years after the Apostolic Era, there is a clearly not only just defined, but assumed hierarchical structure of the magisterium and practice Boom. of the Lord's flesh and blood. Boom. Boom.
0: Yeah. Holy
1: orders and Eucharist are, are, are present and assumed in this church. And then he says by this receiving of the, the flesh and blood of our Lord, make yourselves new creatures. And this is this is something that I was reflecting on a lot this this Easter is this new creation appropriately. activity appropriately, right? That it is through the power of the resurrection um, which gives way to our reception of the Eucharist that we participate in this new creation of Jesus. And St. Paul says the same thing in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. He says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And ever so briefly, because we don't have the time to, to spell it out wholly in this podcast, but the, the resurrection Unless of we Christ... let open another there. rabbit hole. Hey, hey, hey,
0: here's another one. Podcast within podcasts within Ba-doom. podcasts.
1: Within <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> so all of the gospel writers... Note that they don't all have the same um, stories, accounts, or witnesses, angles of witness to the resurrection. But all four evangelists in the Gospels note that Jesus rose on the first day of the week. And and so coming off the the holiest of weeks, literally Holy Week, and when you look at that week and compare it to the other greatest week in the Bible, creation week, the seven days of mm. creation, there, there are these really beautiful parallels that you can, you know, as God steps into his creation on the first day and is about to bring about his creation activity, Jesus on the first day of Holy Week is, is stepping into Jerusalem to bring about his new creation. And then we'll have to skip a little bit. Fast forwarding to the sixth day of creation, God makes man. And on the sixth day of Holy Week, Friday... Pilate, becoming God's mouthpiece, says, behold,
0: the The man,
1: man. (laughs) like, here's humanity in its purest, uh, I don't want to say original, but intended form in Jesus. And then what happened on the seventh day of creation? God rested. What happened on Holy Saturday? God rested. And so these creation themes are just looming all throughout, bursting forward through these Holy Week texts. And then this new first day comes. This new creation comes when Jesus rises on the first day. And we get to participate in that. All throughout this letter, Ignatius is talking about being united to Christ and his resurrection. It was a really fitting Easter read. Right? Did you catch that? There was a lot of resurrection themes sprinkled into this little letter.
0: Very much so. And And I think that's... Uh, I'm glad you bring that up and, and and didn't just stop on the kind of apologetic point
1: mm-hmm.
0: right mm-hmm. of you know uh, referencing the, the, the Lord's flesh and the Lord's blood right but this whole idea of um, divinization oh. as it will eventually become <laughs> called right but the idea that um, you know uh, God became man so that men might become by his grace sons of God Boom. Um and, and that's, that's the heart of the Easter mysteries, mm-hmm. right? That I am a uh, Christian, not just simply uh, to, to have my sins forgiven, but to become who I'm supposed to be. Yes. Uh, I was listening to uh, day 104 of the Catechism in a Year podcast nice. uh, with Father Mike Schmitz. And uh, in there, he makes reference to, I think it was from Michael Barber, Mm. but just that, you know, uh, Jesus didn't just save us from our sins, but he saved us from not being like him. Mm. Right? That we were made to be in the divine image.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? From the beginning, the imago Dei. And uh, and so his resurrection is to restore us to that divine image, to be. Uh, to know as God would know to love as He would love, to choose as He would choose.
1: Hmm. That's beautiful and and that's so present in Ignatius. He's He's talking about our hope is in Jesus Christ because he rose from the dead and we are going to rise with him. I think he mentions right. that at least two or three times in this short little letter. and so well it,
0: and and wait till we get to his letter to to the Romans. Oh boy, Cliffhanger. Deezing. <laughs> but yeah I mean because the, 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 there it becomes very visceral yeah and his uh, thinking about uh, his own share in the Paschal mystery
1: yeah I um, recently was was thinking of that line from uh, one of the texts of the Second Vatican Council and it's in Gaudium et Spes and I think it was well I know it was one of John Paul II's favorites and paraphrasing uh, it's that Jesus Christ reveals man to man himself. And that's, is that 22? Yeah. It was 21 or 22, I and 22. I wasn't confident enough to say it, but I think it's 22. I
0: think
1: it's 22. Yeah. Gaudium et spes, paragraph 22, Jesus Christ reveals man to man himself. And that's so present here in Ignatius. I mean, his opening mm. line is um, being completely at peace by reason of the passion of Jesus Christ, who is mm. our hope, since we shall rise in union with him. Like he sees in Jesus all that he is made to be. It's like looking sure. in a mirror that shows you who you're made to be. Uh, yep. And that's what the, that's what being joined into Christ's resurrection does for us. It, 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 we become assumed into his way of living. Like we get to walk through walls, man. And more, but I'm pretty excited to walk through walls. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, and uh, listeners, he is serious about that in the sense of uh, even uh, some of the saints, uh, God has given them the gifts of bilocation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right, to be in two places at once, uh, which would be a foretaste of the resurrected body, mm-hmm. uh, and which would be a... Rabbit hole within a rabbit hole within a rabbit hole within a rabbit <laughs> hole and talk about the realities of the resurrected body, what we know about it from Jesus' mm-hmm. own resurrected body. And, uh, and of course, he says, what I am, you will be by my grace mm-hmm. in so many words.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think that's... From, from the modern push of, of that theme and even all the way back from how Ignatius presents it, it that needs to be preached more often. This fact that we, we get our bodies back. We will be resurrected in a new resurrection right. one day. Um, so coming from the wise theology of Elijah, our bodies are tabernacles of the <laughs> Holy Spirit. That's where the Lord longs to dwell is in our bodies. And so we, yeah. we treat our bodies with care because they will rise one day.
0: And we treat it, yeah, during our life and after our death.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I had the, maybe as a, a closing thought, I, I had the opportunity to um, participate and sing at a funeral this week of, of a, a dear loved one in our parish. Mm-hmm. And in Fad, you're all the more steeped in this world. I was thinking at that funeral, uh, the beauty of the, 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 the missionary aspect of the priesthood in that um, you priests are the ones who help us understand and, and walk through that journey of, of loved ones passing on uh, to their eternal inheritance. But that, that's not the end story. Right. right? There is more. Uh, so it was beautiful in in a sense to have this funeral during Easter week because you can't help but think of death but with the resurrection during that right. week. Right. Um,
0: we do not mourn like the rest who have no hope.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so thankful to you, thankful to our priests who help us um, to walk that journey and thankful to Ignatius who, <laughs> who preaches that message all the way back from, from the first century onward.
0: Right. You know, that's, um, yeah, and, and, and th- thank you. I want to receive your uh, gratitude in a good way. At the same time, then like Ignatius would say, uh, I'm just maybe he wouldn't say this but this way but I'm just trying to be the donkey that Jesus rides in on Amen <laughs> Right and so and then someday I hope to be as uh, good a Christian as uh, some of my brothers and sisters in Christ
1: Amen to that you and yeah. me both Yeah
0: Well uh, this was this is good This was a good one mm, Good one Unlike mm. like those bad ones <laughs> <I don't laughs> Those bad church fathers That's so last so. week uh, which one do we doing next time? We will be
1: looking at St. Ignatius and his letter to the Romans.
0: Let's go. All right. This Let's is a fun go. one. Yeah.
1: This is going to be a really so, good one.
0: So, uh, Rome is where, obviously, where he's being taken, and Rome is where he'll be martyred. Mm-hmm. So, he's writing to people who haven't seen him yet but will see him. Yes. And so,
1: yeah. Maybe his most famous letter. I don't, I don't know. We'll see.
0: Oh, oh. Oh, oh. Where you, I'm curious to hear where you get this uh, uh, Q score, or whatever they call it, for the uh, Letters of the Same Nations. Which one's and, more popular? Their
1: popularity ranks. Right. That's all anyone's talking about these days.
0: Uh, I guess I'm just not with them. Maybe I should upgrade out of my flip phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: All right, well, thank you uh, for joining us. Yes. And uh, thank you, uh, Dad. Thank you, Josh Brooks, for joining me. Thank you, Fad. And, uh, spending time with me. Thank
1: you, Father Andrew Dickinson, Fad. Yeah. All right. God bless. Right. Peace.